Now, the writer of Hebrews continually makes mention of the superiority of Christ in both his personage and his ministering work. In the writings of the Old Testament, we understand the rituals and ceremonies of Judaism symbolically pointed to the coming of Messiah. In other words, the rites of Judaism were but shadows of things to come. Hebrews tells us that Christ Jesus is better than anything mere religion has to offer. All the pomp and circumstances of religion pales in comparison to the person, work, and ministry of Christ Jesus. It is the superiority of our Lord Jesus. Then that remains the theme of this eloquently written letter. Well, hello everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Welcome to the Fill the Lamp. I'm glad you're here today. We are beginning our study in the Epistle of Hebrews today and with just a little background information to begin with. The majority of early Christians were Jewish. Apparently, they expected Christ to return soon, but the delay in his coming and persecutions against them caused them to wonder if they had made the right choice in becoming Christians. So consequently, they were in danger of returning to Judaism. The writer here points out overwhelming supremacy of Christ over all that they had experienced under the law. What is offered to them through Christ is so much better than that which is promised under the Mosaic law, that they should never consider turning back. The author dwells on the incomparable glory of the person and work of Christ showing his authority and dominance over prophets. The key word of this epistle is the word better, and it is used to describe Christ and the benefits of the gospel. The high point of the epistle is the presentation of the high priestly ministry of the Lord. Christ is high priest not after the order of Aaron, but after the order of Melchizedek, who had no predecessors and no successors in the priesthood. Thus, Melchizedek was a perfect type of Christ, who received the office of high priest by the direct call of God, not by inheritance. So although the Hebrews is specifically addressed to Jewish Christians, its teachings and practical admonitions are equally applicable to Gentile believers. You see that in Colossians 3.11 says, In Christ there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile. So to speak of Christ in Hebrews is to describe the entire book. 
in striving to keep his readers from apostasy. The writer emphasizes the superiority of Christ to all that has gone before in Old Testament times. Like no other book in the Bible, Hebrews points out the importance and the ministry of the pre-incarnate Christ. Nowhere is our Lord's deity and humanity emphasized as in Hebrews chapter 1 and chapter 2. As our great high priest, Christ is able to understand all our need because he is perfect man. He is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He is able to meet all our need because he is perfect God as well. He is able. So the opening sentence of the book in Hebrews chapter 1 verses 1 through 4 is of one of the grandest in the Bible. It ranks with the opening words, get this, of Genesis and of John. So we find Jesus there, his deity, his glory, a creator, heir of all things, superior to all things, and savior. So if you knew nothing more about him than you found in chapters 1 and 2, you would know an abundant amount of information. So, folks, remember this letter is written to correct the erroneous idea that the Christian Jews had lost some things because they had taken up Christianity. The letter is written to remove this misconception. Christianity is not giving up, but receiving. Receiving the greatest gifts of life. In fact, life itself. For Christ is life. So here we have it. The superiority of Christ. Hebrews 1, let's read it, 1 through 3. Long ago, at different times, in various ways, God's voice came to our ancestors through the Hebrew prophets. But in these last days, it has come to us through his Son, the one who has been given dominion over all things and through whom all worlds were made. This is the one who, imprinted with God's image, shimmering with his glory, sustains all that exists through the power of his word. He was seated at the right hand of God once. He himself had made the offering that purified us, get this, from all our sins. So, my friends, the Lord Jesus Christ is greater than any human leader. He is God's Son. He is heir of all things. He created the world. He is himself the very God. He upholds all things. He cleanses us from sin. He has set down at the right hand of God in heaven and so much more.
It must be noticed that angels and human spirits that die are not the same. Human life is a different order of creation than angels. We do not become angels when we die. Angels are a separate creation of God. They are now and will be in heaven as our, get this, as our servants. Verse 14 said, angels worship just as we do. So God did not send an angel to save mankind. When God wanted to save man from his, from his sin, he did not send an angel, but his son came. God became man to redeem man. He suffered as man and died as a man that he might be our redeemer. That's in chapter 2, verse 10. Jesus tasted the bitterness of death for us in order that he might render the devil powerless. Who has the power of death? He came up from the grave with the keys of hell and of death. No longer can the devil lock any of us in death. I say, let's pray. Father God in heaven, oh, you're the one that came to pay the debt that we could not pay. You sent your son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus, you paid the debt. So Father God, we just, we're overwhelmed with your supremacy of Christ that you sent to us. Lord God himself, came to die for our sins. Jesus, everything has been created by you and for you. Lord, we just we just lift you up right now. I lift all the listeners around the world that are listening to this most precious book of Hebrews. Father God, I just lift them up I ask that you would bless each and every one of them wherever they're at. And we do this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, it's been good to have all of you with me today. And email me at fillthelamp at yahoo.com. That's all one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. So until next time, Maranatha, I'm Neil Parks.